Welcome to this bonus episode of the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. We are at episode 121 and we are kicking off the first week of our 30 days or 30 episodes. I'm not really sure which, how, I think we will actually go into October here, but we're doing 30 plus bonus episodes, all dedicated to the holiday season, quick, dirty, right to the point, and really, really short. So as I mentioned in previous episodes, instead of recording, you know, a few really, really long, one hour long episodes about all different holiday, I wanted to break them up into little teeny tiny bite-sized nuggets. So you can walk away really after this 30 days with a good understanding of holiday season, why it's important that you plan ahead, why planning now is essential to having a successful holiday season, and just different things. Like it's not just about working with influencers, which we're going to talk about today. Um, Having a successful holiday season takes a lot of work on your end. It doesn't mean that it's hard, but it does take work and effort and planning. And the more, and I can't stress this enough, the more you plan ahead, the more you plan right now, today, you will have a better holiday season. Okay, so today we're going to talk about working with influencers, and this is a a topic that I get asked pretty often, actually, um, in my e-commerce society membership. We are wrapping up the month of uh, uh, August. I almost just said September. We are wrapping up the month of August, and the theme in August was actually working with influencers on a if you're on a budget. And we had an influencer, actually Sydney, who's on my team. She spoke to the group and answered questions that they had on influencers and working with influencers. She's an influencer, and she's worked with companies like Dunkin', um, Nyquil, or Dayquil, and a lot of other um, brands. And it's a question, it's a topic that it's not like super black or white. There's a lot of wiggle room in between. There's a lot of gray areas when it comes to working with influencers. But I want to kind of talk about how we can work with influencers for the holiday season. So when it comes to influencers, you might, you may be thinking that, oh, working with an influencer is just like on Instagram or Working with an influencer is just like working with Kim Kardashian or something. And it's really not. There's a lot of there's a lot of different things we can do here. So again, as always, I want you to be open-minded to hearing some new ideas and new ways of thinking about working with influencers. So and you know, a lot of people that listen to the podcast here are new business owners, scrappy business owners. You know, you're still trying to figure out how to be making a lot of money in sales. So we're not going to be focused on working with like, you know, trying to give you tips so you can work with like Kylie Jenner or someone like that. We're going to be talking more micro influencers. So probably like 50,000 followers or less if we're talking about social media. So generally when we think of influencers, we think of like Instagram and now we think TikTok. But we really want to think bigger picture here. An influencer is really just someone who has an audience of some size that trusts that person. So this could be a YouTube channel and they have... 20,000 subscribers on YouTube, but they get a lot of engagement. Their their followers are just really obsessed with what this person's saying. That's an influencer right there because they have influence over their audience. It could be a blogger who has a huge following and a loyal audience. And every week when she sends her blog out, she gets, you know, 20, 30, 50,000 
views on her blog post. This could be a podcast. This could be a really big podcast that you're just obsessed with and, you know, their audience is a perfect fit for you. That's also an influencer. So I want you to think beyond just Instagram because I know that's what many people just jump to. So when it comes to influencers, this could be either an Instagram reel, an Instagram post, an Instagram story. It could be a TikTok video. It could be a blog feature. It could be um, a sponsored thing on a podcast, sort of. I mean, that's kind of like a sponsorship, but that's related enough to influencers. And it could be like a YouTube video, an unboxing. So there's a lot of areas here that you could kind of run with here. So when it comes to working with influencers for the holidays, you know, I just want to kind of throw a few ideas at you. The biggest thing... Okay, there's like a few things you can you can do here. So what I think the best bang for buck is, is if you can work with an influencer and you can get some kind of like user-generated content video. So you guys know how I feel about video at this point. It is essential that you're getting video. And video has better reach than static images on Instagram. And then obviously TikTok is all video. So if you get video, you can literally use it on TikTok, Instagram. Um, Instagram stories, Pinterest stories, and YouTube. So it has much greater um, return on investment, I would say. So I would say if you're interested in parting with an influencer, I just want to give you a few ideas first and we can kind of talk about how to find them, how to get started. So with an influencer, I think, again, like a, t- like a TikTok video or an Instagram reel or an Instagram story would probably have better bang for your buck than like an Instagram post, only because photos are just kind of dying out on Instagram. And like I said, video you can use across many platforms. So if you can get someone to make a really fun video using your product and then you take that content and you splash that on TikTok, on Instagram, on Pinterest. Um, you can do an ad and we're gonna that's gonna be the episode for tomorrow is we're gonna talk about um, how to take UGC, like a UGC style video and make a TikTok ad with that. So my my personal preference is like get video if you can. So obviously video is also more labor intensive for people. So That would be one idea for you. The other idea could be something like a YouTube unboxing. So if you have a specific niche, you can find a YouTuber and they can do an unboxing for you on their channel. That's actually an awesome, awesome, awesome return on investment because one, YouTube videos live on. So even if it's beyond holiday season, people will still find that video, click that link, and they can still buy your product. So YouTube is is one of my personal favorites. Okay. And then when it comes to sort of finding it, okay, let's talk about, sorry, I want to backtrack a little bit. So when it comes to the holiday season, I think there's a lot of ways you can do here. If you're looking for someone to do a sponsored post for you on like Black Friday, well, they're going to be, you're going to have to pay them for that. If you're just looking for someone to make a video for you that you can use on your channels, that's going to be way more affordable. If you're looking for someone to make a video for you or photo and then post on their account for you, again, you're probably going to have to pay the person. It doesn't mean you always have to. I never paid any influencers in all my years of having a product business, but that doesn't mean that that is the right thing to do. It just never happened, and I just didn't want to pay people. So that's my personal thing, but 
times have changed and I do hear more and more from you that like it's really hard to find someone to take video or post for you for free. So again, even a small budget will go a long way. I know one of my um, former clients, she had she reached out to someone and they made this really beautiful like user generated content style video of her using the product showing how the product works it's beautiful and she posted that on her TikTok, and I, I i know i looked at her TikTok recently and i think that was like her most viewed video it was beautiful um so she could take that and easily turn that into an advertisement which she should do um, but anyway, so yeah, there's a lot of options here and she did pay for that. I don't know how much she paid or maybe, maybe she didn't pay for that one, but I know that she recently told me that she did pay someone to do a couple of videos for her. And I want to say it was like a couple hundred dollars. So even if someone does something like that for you for a few hundred dollars, it can still be worth your time especially if they're going to be posting on their accounts because the benefit of an influencer is that you're getting your product in front of their audience. It's not about you. It's about their audience. Their audience trusts them. And so that's why working with influencers is really important. And there's never been a more important time than now to work with influencers. Influencers um, and content creators, I mean, they're kind of like ruling the world now in the product space. And you send product to like this random content creator on TikTok and, you know, you sell 2000 products. I mean, I, I've seen stories of this happening. So like I said, be open minded. Um, and then the next thing I would say, too, is like n have a budget in mind. So someone reached out to me once and they were like, Carrie, um, this I reached out to this influencer and she wanted $2000 to do um, an Instagram post or something. And she told me, you know, her account's not that great. Her photos aren't that great. Um, her account's not getting much engagement. Do you think I should do it? And I was like, hell freaking no. <laughs> um, so I'm not saying that you shouldn't work with influencers who want to be paid. That's not what I'm saying. But if you're going to pay someone, especially if you are a small business, if you're not making at least double that amount, every single month, then I would not pay for that. It's just not in your budget today. That doesn't mean it can't be in your budget down the road. But if you sell, like one of my clients, she sells these beautiful um, like painted doormats. They're so fun. Um, she's amazing. And I bought one of her doormats recently and I'm just obsessed with it. It like transformed my entire front porch. So for her, like if she sends a doormat to someone that makes a TikTok video and they can do this little fun setup of the doormat and transforming their front porch, like, and this influencer maybe says, you know, I can do this for you, but it's going to be $500. If this TikTok person has a big audience, they have loyal followers, they get tons of views on the videos and they make good content, then that is a no-brainer if you can afford it. It just, it really depends on you, your your business, if you can afford it. Um, I know some people, I think I was telling a story and then I just got completely sidetracked. I'm sorry. Um, oh no, I wasn't. I was talking, I feel like I'm completely scatterbrained today. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it depends on your budget, you know, um, but like, yeah, okay. Another person reached out to me and I think she said that she would want it, She was thinking about working with an influencer and it was like $5,000. And I was like, are you making, 
are you making at least $5,000 a month right now? Like, you, I, I don't mean to pry. Tell me if you want and don't or don't. But like, are you making $5,000 per month now? And she said no. And I was like, absolutely not. I mean, it's just unless it's like the perfect unicorn of an influencer who has this audience that is perfect for you, I would rather you take that money. And $5,000 is a lot of money for a small business. You can take that and use that on other things. Um, So like I said, working with influencers, there are so many questions and whether it's right for you depends on your business. It depends on your budget. It depends on how much money you're making right now. And it depends on what the person will do for you. So if they're going to do a TikTok video, and like right now, my first choice for working with an influencer would be on TikTok. The second choice would be, it depends. Instagram, I just feel like I have a love-hate relationship with Instagram. Um, Instagram is still good, but I would rather it be video format and either a reel or a story because actually stories do really, really well. I would not have you do like a static image. I think that's just a waste of time. And then I think my third would be, you know what? Instagram is going to be tied for YouTube because YouTube, honestly, like YouTube has incredible reach. And I like YouTube because it lives on where Instagram content just dies away. You know, in a month, people won't see that. YouTube helps you show up on the search engine. So if someone is searching for your product or your product niche, that video on YouTube will show up on Google. So I'm always going to go for that SEO friendly things. So those are some ideas when it comes to influencers. Have a budget in mind. Um, Even if you're like, you know, you reach out to someone, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with your content. It's amazing. I think your audience is a good fit. Um, I would love to send you a product. And you can just see what they say. You know, Um, they might be like, great, we would love it. And then they give you their address. And then maybe they post in their stories. So if you have like no budget, you can still reach out to people and see what they say. It it doesn't hurt. You want to be professional. Use their name. Start the conversation off with like, or I prefer email, but Instagram is a good backup. You know, I love, I really like, I hate to start things off with like, I love your content because it's so freaking generic and I get that DM from people every day and I just delete the messages because it just feels spammy. So don't start off with I love your content because that's boring and it's like super generic. Um, I would start the conversation off with like, I loved your latest video when you featured your new puppy. That's going to grab someone's attention because you've taken the time to spend three seconds and learn something about them. Or I love that you love white cheddar popcorn. I love white cheddar popcorn too. Then dive into it. Um, we have this product. I think you'd really love it. We'd love to send it to you and, and know what you think. This is if you have minimal to no budget. Um, whether they respond to you or not, I have no idea. But that's sort of like the easy way to sort of get started with an influencer. Um If it's a bigger influencer, they're going to have like an agency or they're going to have a more formal like process Um, and they may just not respond to you. And you have to be okay with that. You know, here's the deal, guys. Most people aren't going to respond to you and that's okay. So be okay with getting ignored. Reach out a few times, email a few times, and then that's it. Um, And then if you have some budget you can play around with, you can reach out to someone and just say, 
Um, we would love to work with you for a holiday campaign. Our budget is $500. This is what we're looking for. We're looking for a UGC style video for TikTok. Um, we would want the post to be posted on November 15th at 5 p.m. or whatever. Um, please let me know if you're interested in what address we can send product to. That's it. Like when you're super specific and direct, like we're looking to do a holiday campaign. Um, this is our product. This is our budget that we have. $200, $500, $50—whatever it is, have something in mind that you could offer, and that's a starting point. Because they might be like, "Oh my gosh, I love your product. It's beautiful," and this fits in with what I talk about on my content channels every day. Um, the budget is a little bit low for what I normally do. However, maybe we could negotiate. Would you consider $600 in extra product? If you can afford that and this person is like a unicorn for your audience, go for it. You know, it's worth it. But don't just reach out to someone and say, hey, I love your content. Can I, can, can I send you product? They're going to ignore you. They're going to delete and ignore you because it's generic and you haven't taken the time to personalize anything. And I really think, especially if you're reaching out on Instagram, the first sentence should be something that is going to grab their attention and so they don't just delete your message. I get messages, like I said, every single day from people. They always start off with, hey, I love your content. Hey, I love what you're doing. Um, how did you get, like, not how did you get started, but uh, I don't know. I get so many DMs from people and I'll check their account and they're always like, I help coaches, I help business coaches make seven, make, make seven figures overnight in their sleep and I just delete the message because I know they're trying to like sell me something and I do not like cold DMs in any capacity. Um, I have people that reach out to me and they ask questions. That's fine. Like, hey, I watched your YouTube video on blah, blah, blah. It was great. Uh, you had so many good things to say. I just have a quick question on blank. And if I feel like I can just give them a quick tip, I will. Otherwise, I'll say, oh, you know, I actually have a membership program and we cover that in our membership. Here's the link. Um, I'm not trying to be salesy to people, but also like I have a membership program where we answer questions every single day for people. So if you have a lot of questions, you know, you could look at joining the membership or I might say, oh, yeah, like, you know, I have this other video that I made where I cover that exact thing. So I always try to be nice, respectful to people. Um, but when it comes to like cold DMing, I love your content. How did you get started? And then I just delete it because I know they're trying to pitch me on their their own service and I don't like that at all. Like unless we know each other, don't message me and try to pitch me on your coaching program. You know what I mean? That is just, I don't like it. So my point here is that if you're reaching out to someone on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, be, don't be generic because they're not going to, they'll delete it. You know, you can sniff out like, those people. So, and I know, and I know you're not those people. So, and then in terms of like, if you're looking to find someone on YouTube, again, same concept here. Like I found this YouTube video and I loved you. Like you're amazing. I think your audience is such a great fit for my, I think your audience would love my product. Like make it about them and their audience, not about you. Cause in the end, like creators, content creators, YouTubers, influencers, they do stuff to benefit and support their audience. So your product should be a perfect fit for their audience. If it's not, don't reach out to them because they're just going to probably delete your message. <laughs> um, 
And so if you find someone on YouTube or a blogger, just do the same thing. Like you can email, hello, first name. Make sure you spell their name correctly. I can't tell you how many times I get email messages or emails and it's like, hi, Karen. Hi, Carrie. And they spell it C-A-R-R-I-E. I'll just, I literally will delete the email immediately because if someone can't spell my, and I feel like I sound very high maintenance on this podcast episode and I don't mean to be, but my point here is that if you're emailing someone because you're looking for something from them, like I'm looking to work with you as an influencer, take the time and spell their name right. Take the time and reference something like, oh, I watched your video on, like I messaged someone one time and I was like, I just watched your reel on your business story and I thought it was freaking amazing. I think your brand is awesome. I just love what you're doing so much. And that was it. I wasn't trying to get anything from her. I just generally loved her video and I love what she was doing. And she was like, oh my God, like, thank you so much. I, I just discovered you in your podcast and it, it was just like this really cute conversation and I still keep in touch with her now. So be genuine. Don't be like generic with people. I love your content. Can, can I can I send you a product or or my my best, my favorite? Um, hey, I love your content or slash. Hey, I love what you're doing. Can we collab? I just delete it. <laughs> um Yeah. This is also like six and a half years of getting messages like that. With my pet business, I used to get messages every day from people being like, oh my God. I used to get like a hundred of them every single day. That's probably why I deep down hate Instagram because I spent so much time sifting through these kind of DMs. People would be like, hey, Dapper Dog. Like, again, they can't take three seconds to try to figure out who's the person behind the Dapper Dog box. Hey, Dapper Dog love your content like it's every I swear to God it's like there's someone out there teaching people how to like how to work with an influencer how to work with a brand and they teach you to say hey I love your content I don't know why it's like it just does the the phrase doesn't go away and it's so annoying (laughs) um but yeah you just want to be um oh yeah sorry I was talking about dapper dog so I used to get messages from people every day being like um, it's my dog's birthday next month. We, we would love a free box from you. Okay, no, delete. <laughs> or, hey, um, I love your content. Can we collaborate? And that's it. Like, those are the most annoying messages because now I have to be like, now I have to think. Like, do well, who are you? What's your brand? Like, what kind of collaboration? Don't make people think. Just be like, Hi, I really like what you're doing. I think your brand is fucking awesome. I love your style and your vibe. Um, I would love to collaborate with you on blank, blank, and blank. We have a YouTube channel, and we would love to feature you on our YouTube account. Like, what are your thoughts? Just something, like, super specific. That message will get a response because it's, like, specific. But when you're saying, like, let's collab, you know, I love what you're doing. It's just, it's just like generic and cheesy and people see through that. So, all right. Now that I have rambled on for a long time, this is supposed to be a quick episode and I've ruined it. I'm so sorry. Um, but I feel like with influencer marketing, there are so many what not to do's. And I just feel compelled to share those stories with you because for six and a half years, again, I've dealt with people messaging me, Again, like, let's collab. Love your content. 
don't even get me started on the podcast pitches that I get every single day. Oh my God, they are horrible. They're hor- I'm going to do a podcast episode on bad podcast pitching and what not to do because I don't want you guys to make the same <laughs> mistakes. Okay, I hope you love this episode. Um, again, we're going to be doing 30 bonus holiday episodes. This is this is a long episode, I apologize, um, but the rest of the episodes will be short and sweet and to the point. All right, guys, I will see you for the next episode.